What's going on, everybody? Brad Lawrence here. It's time for 4 Eight Radio. This week, I have a special guest, a young golf professional from Muskoka, Ontario, uh, originally from Burlington, Ontario, I guess, who I met a couple years ago named Cameron Cox. He is, I guess, 21. He's in his last year, of, or one of his last years at Georgian College's hum, um, PGM program, the degree program they created up there, and he has done some amazing things. He started a young professional's division of the PGA of Ontario for kids like himself who kind of give some guidance on how to pass playing abilities, what to do, what to expect. He's also won the 2017 Apprentice of the Year Award, and he's he's a good kid. We uh, I caught him a little bit off guard with recording this. I don't think he was prepared, prepared to do it, and he said himself he was a little bit nervous, so bear with him. He does a good job. I feel kind of bad, but the first part of it is kind of funny. You'll hear what he says, and like I said, I totally catch him, catch him off guard. It's a good podcast. I'll catch you guys at the end, and I'm just going to babble on for a couple of seconds because the interview starts right now. Yeah. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to, I wrote it down, you introduce yourself because I don't know a whole heck of a lot about you. Are you still in school? Yes, I am. Okay, so you introduce yourself and then your background and how did you get to where you are today, and um, that's from Michelady, so i got to bleed that last one with us. Um, okay, are we recording it right now? Yeah. I added it oh, all. Don't perfect. Worry. Sorry. Wait. Is this going to be super long? I got a meeting at 1. Oh, God, no. It'll be half an hour. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. So, sorry, you want uh, – what do you want me to state? Sorry? Just, um, well, welcome to the podcast. Tell us who you are. Your name, background. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, my name is Cameron Cox. I'm uh, the assistant professional up at Obenberg Golf Club. Uh, I'm currently still a student at uh, Georgian College, so I've been uh, working there, or I've been studying there for the past three years, uh, really trying to become uh, um, kind of a developed uh, assistant pro. So I've, uh, I would say, two years ago, I became a, a PGF Canada professional. Uh, spent some time out west working at a course called Prince Greens, so that was a, a fun time being out in Calgary. Uh, and then last year, I kind of landed myself at uh, Hamilton Golf and Country Club, and uh, that kind of uh, opened some doors. And now I'm, uh, yeah, I'm now the assistant pro at uh, Obenberg Golf Club. How old are you? Aren't you like 20? So I'm, t- I'm uh, 20. So you did one year in Calgary, one year at Hamilton. <clears throat> yeah, and now I'm, and now I'm uh, going up, uh, trying something new up in North. Gotcha. So uh, you're in uh, Georgian College. Correct. And you're like the guy at Georgian College, from what I see, right? You're like, you're like the all-star student. Yeah, we've got we've got some great students there, but uh, yeah, I love being uh, really active in our uh, in our student branches there and uh, really making the most of it. Good. So you turned pro when you're 18. So give me some advice for a kid that's your your position because you've well, you didn't tell everyone, but you won the PGA of Canada or PGA of Ontario Prentice of the Year, right? Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. But uh, yeah, so I, uh, I was actually, it was funny when uh, I was at a networking event back when I was first starting out at Georgian and uh, the one constant thing that I kept getting the advice on was, was go pro as, as soon as you could. And uh, associations were something that was really important for me. And I, uh, I saw great benefit in becoming a PGA member. So yeah, I really, uh, I really think that uh, going pro as soon as possible is is really beneficial for anyone that's uh, trying to become an assistant pro and kind of work up their way in the in the association. Uh, it was great to kind of get a head start on all the uh, the education. It was a 
great opportunity just from a networking standpoint too and uh, really kind of helped me get the most out of it uh, when I started looking for jobs and kind of uh, doing further education. Now, were you um, a player? Like, did you play? You didn't play college golf, did you? Or you obviously didn't because you turned pro. So, I, I wasn't the, the best player. I uh, I decided that, yeah, um, becoming a pro was more important to me than playing college golf. So, instead of uh, taking the college route uh, and playing a couple years on that, I decided that it was uh, more important for me to kind of stick to my career uh, objectives. Makes sense. I, I've heard both sides. So, I I was an 80 shooter. I went to my first year at Humber and turn pro in the second year so yeah that's exactly and i mean it's great for people that can play i think that tournament golf is awesome but uh yeah i just my priorities were a bit different yeah so that makes sense i just i didn't know that part about you so you turned pro you worked at in calgary you worked at hamilton now you're working at ovenbird so what have you learned at the first two places like tell us about what did you like about the first two places the best so my first year working out in Pritis, uh, I was actually on the turf department out there. So I saw the industry from a whole different standpoint. And uh, really out there, you really learned how to how to work hard. And uh, waking up at 4 in the morning to get out on a course, it was uh, it was very interesting. But uh, it was really cool to uh, see, the, see the golf industry from a different perspective. I think any pro that has that opportunity to... Uh, just see it from uh, the the turf standpoint is, is it's a really great opportunity. Um, but yeah, so once I came back home, I went in as an assistant professional at uh, Hamilton Golf and Country Club, and uh, that just that brought in uh, from a, a private club standpoint, it was an awesome opportunity. Got to meet a lot of really nice members and, and really see how a, a, a developed course uh, operates. So that was really really fun. Um, active membership so got to teach quite a bit uh and uh really interact with a lot of members so that was uh, a really fun opportunity and i i think that what i really took away from there was um making the most of educational opportunities so whether it's professional development series or um any networking opportunities just making sure that i was taking any opportunity i could to just really learn more than i had to yeah that's good advice i that's one thing I learned as being a young pro, too, is I took in every single chance I got. And you got to work with Scott Kelks, right? Yeah, so that was really cool. Working with Scott was, was great. Uh, just having him around and just and the, the knowledge that was coming from him was amazing. It, was, uh, it really made me feel very comfortable teaching. And uh, it was great to, to learn even from my own game from him. Yes, he's, he's a special one. He's different than like, he is as good as he gets, and he teaches well, so... So you love to have him going to Ovenbird. Why the switch? Yeah, so uh, Ovenbird was an opportunity that came up, uh, and it was it was it's something that I'm really excited about. Uh, I mean, Curtis uh, Curtis Petrie, our executive professional up there, has been uh, working really close with me uh, over the past year. Or so, um, kind of the side story is I uh, so I started a PGA of Ontario student branch up at Georgian. So kind of. The whole goal there is to create a better relationship with our uh, our golf management students and the PGA. So I had a That's lot of really, great really opportunities with him uh, over the last over the last year. So um, the relationship has been building there, and it was uh, just the opportunity to come. Uh, I'm really just looking forward to uh, kind of a transitioning the culture around the golf course and uh, digging on some some leadership as well. 
Awesome. So tell me about the student branch. That sounds yeah, pretty so unique. Yeah, so the student branch, um, basically we have three different uh, goals that we're really working on is we're trying to educate our students to kind of understand, hey, why would I ever go pro? Kind of, is that the right route for me? Um, also, what we're trying to do is make it very accessible for our, our students. Uh, as you may know, the process can be kind of tough sometimes. There's a lot of things that people don't know. So uh, mm -hmm. informing our students is really important. And then the, the, the thing that I was really, the thing that meant the most to me was uh, getting the most out of, of the membership for the people that already were PGA pros. When I turned pro, we only had four, four students our whole entire school, and that's, you're looking at about 90 golf students. In all, uh, in all years? PGA members. Sorry? In, in all years, you had only four students? Only four students that were PGA members, so it uh, it was. I there wasn't many opportunities that were happening at that time, so I wanted to really uh, make an effort to uh, to make some changes. So we're uh, we're currently doing some golf in schools programs. Um, I'm doing a lot of work with students to kind of get their playing ability up for uh, <clears throat> to get into the PATs, and uh, been doing some education sessions where we've brought in like Matt Allen from. Uh, PG of Canada to uh, to really raise awareness about uh, about the association and some opportunities with them. That's very cool. That's actually very well done. I remember back I was in school in 2010 years ago, and they had like Ray Chateau was at Humber. He was pretty good to us. Like he helped us out, but there wasn't a whole lot of things to tell us like really what you had to do. Like my I was lucky Gar at Mississauga helped me understand what I had to do, but it wasn't a whole lot of info. And like I figured it all out with Gar and a little bit with Ray and the teachers there, but wasn't like anything you're doing now. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's kind of where it started. When I went, uh, when I started going through the process, it was just I kept getting uh, sidetracked by all this different, th all these new things that were popping up, and uh, didn't really understand the full process. So I wanted to uh, kind of take that experience that I had to make sure that our students uh, really had a, a, an understanding of it. That's good. That's really smart. I got to commend you for that one. Uh, how are you doing for time? It's 12 o'clock. Sorry? How you doing for time? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah, we're good. So, um, let me get, cut to the chase. So, tell me what your goal uh, So, you're an assistant now. Yeah. What's the goal? Head pro, head teaching pro. You played in yeah, two years so ago. So, actually, run me through how the new system works. So, you played in two years ago. You can write your class A yeah. when you're done school. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, really right now, kind of the main thing I'm working towards is getting my uh, 3,000 hours out of the way. Uh, so What's that? the way it's working right now, I'm hoping that by next year I can uh, I can get my class A. What's the 3,000 hours? I don't know that. So it's very different than what I did. It was three years when I did it. Oh yeah. So what's the, yeah? Um, so the. There, there's a bunch of different requirements now from an educational standpoint, uh, the workshops you got to do. But uh, one of them is, is uh, 3,000 hours of, of industry experience once you've been uh, PGA Pro. So um, getting there, about halfway there. So that's going to be the one thing that I'm trying to get, get the best at. And uh, I'm hoping that by, uh, by next year that'll, that'll be done. That's interesting. So it's 3,000 hours can be done summer or winter? Yeah, so any industry experience. So if you worked at Golf Town in the winter, you could kind of fast track this. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my hope for next year is try to find something in the winter to uh, to yeah. offset that. Uh, I'm trying to do the math. So job. if you worked forty hours a week, that'd be what eight hundred weeks you have to work. No, 
math. I can't figure out the math. Right. I don't know the math, but let's, let's be honest. We're in the golf industry. There's not many 40-hour weeks. Uh, there, there's more than you think. If you average it out at a golf course, oh, yeah, sure. less than people think. I want to shout Absolutely. out stereotype certain parts. But um, so you're going to write your class A. You want to be a head pro, head teaching pro? Yes. Yeah, so I think the, the most important thing to me is uh, – I really, I really enjoy people development. I think that that's something that's very important to me. And my, uh, eventually, I, I don't have any plans, but I eventually want to become a head pro because I think that uh, I, I want to try to create an atmosphere where, where people can come to, to our facility to become phenomenal head professionals. So kind of a hub for assistant pros to, to really learn and, and get the most out of their experience while they're, while they're young. You're going like old school. That's what it used to be. I remember where those places like that, like um, Hamilton was one. Toronto Golf Club is one. Absolutely. Like certain places like this kind of produced head pros. That's yeah, where you I went to work under. If you want to be a head pro, you went to work for uh, Rob McDonald. You work for Gar Hamilton. Yeah. You work for, uh, I don't know who it is now, but that used to be how it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think that that's something that's important is to, is to make sure that that uh, – that continues. So, um, yeah, it's something that's important to me. And I think that I, I really want to take on as, uh, as I, uh, continue into my career. Yeah. That's good. I, it's not a lot of young pros get a lot of advice now. So there's a lot of young pros oh, because of the way the new structure is, they can get out and get into the business and get on their own fast, which is not what I suggest for a lot of people. Like I, my, how many years spent with Gar? Six years with Gar were fantastic. Learned kind of old school, then year for Scott. And then two years at West, and then now at Brampton, learning a bit of everything. It's a good way to oh, learn. Absolutely. Yeah, complete. I agree. So, give me your um, your final thought. Would you like to give to any new pro, old pro listener, anyone? What's your final thought on what they could do to be? Actually, tell me how you won the uh, provincial award. Let's go with that first. I think about this. Yeah. So that was a, a really great. Uh, I, I really appreciated kind of getting that award. That meant uh, it meant a lot. But uh, I think that the most important thing there, and and something that I've always been saying, is uh, just getting outside of your comfort zone. That's uh, that's really been important to me. So um, whether it was developing this this PGA student branch or um, the networking opportunities, uh, or just even going to different uh, professional development sessions, just making sure that. Uh, you know, not really worrying about what others others think of you, and uh, really taking the most of every opportunity. So, um, I've kind of dove in with uh, both feet to make sure that anything that I do, I try to do it to the best of my abilities. And uh, I think that just getting out there and 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 uh, just not being afraid to take opportunities is is super important. It's very true. It's good advice. Like, don't, it's Brett McCabe says, don't be afraid to break the fishbowl. Okay, let's we'll wrap this up quickly. So, you're um, oh, that was a good piece of advice. So, one piece of advice you can give anyone who's listening. What would you want? Like, what would you say to someone who's getting into the golf business? What should they do? I think that that most importantly, I think uh, that's a good question. I think that uh, taking any opportunities that you can. I think uh, making sure. I mean, the golf industry is so small. I think that. Uh, any networking opportunities that you have, any times that you can you can go out and make a difference or having opportunities to go shadow a guy is uh, – all those are so important uh, 
we're super small industry, so uh, it's true. The more people you know, the better, and uh, just really. Yeah, I think that uh, I think most importantly, and kind of going back to that whole idea, is is just making sure that you don't have a comfort zone and just uh, really going out and and uh, kind of giving your all at all times and uh, kind of leaving the ego at the door. There you have it. That's Mr. Cameron Cox. He is a young kid, like I said, out of Muskoka. Really good future in this golf industry. In the golf industry, he's going to be one of the kids that changes things for his generation of golf professionals and what is next to come. So. I wish him all the best. He was really, he said to me afterwards, he was really, really nervous doing that. I think he did a good job. I mean, this is not for everyone. It's, it's, you know, I guess to me being a golf professional for 11 years to someone like him, you know, I'm the, the older, older, like more experienced, <laughs> I'm not going to say more mature golf professional, but I'm one of those people that he looks and goes, oh, geez, like, you know, he's intimidating here, but I'm the most unintimidating person in the world, really, when you get to know me. So he was a little nervous, and we cut this one shorter than most guests are just because he had to enter an interview, and I'm pretty sure my internet cut out on us at one point in time. So as always, people, everyone listening, thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast, and we'll catch you next time.